Welcome to Pangster. I just put the delay on. It sounded uh, sounded kind of corny. Yeah, welcome. You're rusty. I'm rusty. <laughs> welcome to Pangstars. Uh, we don't have a guest today. Comedy's over. It's I, I, it's actually back. Oh yeah, we went to the infamous Ben Bankus show <clears throat> on the hilltop, where I kept like it was like plastic I, like i was trying not to slide down the hill it was very steep steep hill it was an amphitheater um it was fun though it was good the chad illegal comedy show versus the virgin zoom show you want to be reckless you want to be loving life yeah we you don't want to be, wanna be a, <laughs> you don't want to be a loser talking online that's what you don't into want. your echo chamber with all your stupid friends that parrot the same things. Did I'm, you say echo chamber? We've we've quit social media. We've yeah. quit shit posting. <clears throat> I I did a lot of shit posting and, and it affected my end mental health as you as you aptly pointed out that there's a correlation between the more you post, yeah. the more mentally ill you are. It it did affect me and I turned really stupid and remember I'm a baby boomer. I'm like a mature mom who just, I just do laundry and cook. I ignore cleaning and I, I work out a little bit. I ride my bike. I go see my like friends. I don't know. When was the last podcast we did? Like blanking. I'm rolling my eyes. I don't know. It was like a month ago. I think (sighs) we put Who was the last, who was the last Um, Dimitri? We had, yeah, it was one of those ones. We had, uh, We've just been putting out pre-recorded episodes from 2019, which feels like we've been phoning it in. We've been putting on reruns instead of making any new content. Lewis, rest is resistance, and we were resting and resisting, right? Because, like, everyone was spiraling. We did ketamine. Yeah. I, like, di- I did not bake sourdough. I baked Montreal bagels, so fuck you guys. Those I were did. really good, actually. Those are good. That's a keeper. I'm going to keep doing that. We're living a wholesome life now. Yeah, it's been a weird few months. Uh, went down a conspiracy rabbit hole. You did. We got into ketamine for a bit. and You did. Then I almost had a nervous breakdown, and but but then came back, thanks to... Thanks to Alaskan Essences and Wonderworks on College Street. I'm, oh, you're plugging that already. I thought you were going to wait till not gonna further wait. in. No, I can't wait. Okay. No, what... Okay, like... What what if, what did I do? I spent thousands of government money on some magic potion, some on, snake oil. I spent thousands of money on holistic dental care, living libations. I spent thousands of money on Frankie's bikinis. Amazing. They're great. They're like super expensive. But because I've inherited you know, unlike some people who inherit a brain that just like wants to kill them, I've inherited a brain that loves shopping and loves a fucking deal. So I got like women be shopping. I do. I did. I also like supported black and trans lives matters by shoptivism. So yeah. like fuck off. Like basically by like paying white women to take my money and then pay it, or like a couple of frail white men who make t-shirts. You know, like so. Like I've done my part. I feel good about it. Yeah. We didn't put out any any new podcasts because um, we're listening to black voices. 
like uh, like Young Pharaoh. Everyone should watch Young Pharaoh. He's the we guy who talks about uh, the Democrats being Satanists. We also watched a lot of on the ground live streams oh, during yeah, the shit. early days of the protest up until like 3 or 4 a.m., which you being a tender millennial were able to find. Whereas me, like with my like liberal CNN family background, like there's no way that I would as a as a boomer know how to find that stuff. Like there's no way. So like that was cool. Yeah. We supported that financially as well. Yeah. Reg, uh, Reg, Incadido. In, in something like that it was incredible we were watching buildings burn down in hot hot flames hot bricks flames and metal frames collapsing i saw exactly like i saw instances of like we saw like insane like like front line standoffs between protesters like they weren't baiting police but they were like you could see like there was a battle between robocop and the human soul inside that was holding <laughs> that riot gear uh, like I saw, like we even saw, like you know, like just like the post-traumatic stress of a, a black woman who had like put her hands out to protect a man, and she had said the police, a six foot four tall white policeman, had with his baton horizontally like shoved her in her chest, bringing her off her feet, like you know, she hit the back of her head and was likely concussed, and she was crying about it, like you know. You and I would never be in a situation like that. You and I would never be out in the streets and the, those things would likely not ever happen to us. So for me, it was very emotional and like I really felt so bad for this woman who was like crying and like I'm not getting into trauma porn, but I just want to <laughs> say that like, you know, like, yeah. I, like, you know, why would I ever have seen that? I watched maybe I was watching like seven hours worth of live streams at a time and that's the thing i don't know if it was like entertainment it was trauma porn i it was, was trauma porn. i was binging on trauma porn it was some yeah. real like dopamine. And it was real it was real it was live it was real i as the shopaholic love seeing people like looting a gucci or like <laughs> seeing like other people reposting like whites like gleefully taking surfboards out of the patagonia store that was great i loved it yeah that was fun not to demean anything, but, like, watching, like, the white people who, like... Or, like, that video you saw. You saw the video with, like, the two bros playing beer pong. That was the best video Why don't you describe I it? Saw. So, there's... Um, there was a house with two guys that were playing beer pong. They had the uh, the blue... Um, the blue plastic cups. The solo cups. And they were filming people walking by protesters and knocking on the window... And then one of the protesters lobs a fucking rock through the window and uh, and they start shouting, we're on your side, we're on your side. And, and then they break it another, again. another rock comes through the window. So good. And that really, that summed up a lot of things for me. It was very, uh, it was a very funny video. Dead air. We can't have dead air. No, but look, I, I, I am at the news desk here, guys. So yeah, why don't you tell us about the uh, trending astrological happenings? There's a I, lot of interesting things going on in the sky. Yeah, skymates. I decided to take um, to delete my uh, social media apps. I'm not deleting the accounts. That would be of course um, not. That's sacrilegious. No, that's that's a bit. That's, that's a, giving that's, up. But no, I'd, that's going full Unabomber, which is 
you know, I approve that. But I decided but to do it do the day yet. before the um, the Chris D'Elia thing came out. And then <laughs> TSUK was deleted. Mercury retrograde happened. Yeah. And then everyone was uh, was mad at Matt Duffy for some reason. Here's what I think about that. I think I think that uh, Matt Duffy's the villain that people need. I think he's a great guy, personally. But I think he needs to be a villain to unite everyone to consolidate their mental illness and <laughs> give hope give some people to like, rage against the machine the, yeah. the effigy to burn is matt duffy's and and i get that like his image is like you know like it's not it's, nice it's a, it's a donald it's trump it's an easy thing to hate it's, it's an easy, easy thing th- to hate it's too easy to hate absolutely it's it's built in right there <laughs> denim prince you might think that like you know donald trump I'm neutral on this. is is but like i a, mean you know you might think he's an oafish guy but he also represents rebelling against the deep state rebelling against globalism whatever you think of him he stands for something that's more than his like affect or his you know america got the president that they voted for that they you know the electoral college like that's who they voted for that's nothing more american than like just electing like someone like that like that's all i had to say when it happened is the natural conclusion yes it is and listen uh he's the postmodern president <laughs> It, you know, like the Western... <laughs> and he's great. It's Gemini season. He's been in... And we're at the end of it. He's been in full force. It's been, it's been a wild Gemini season. If you want me to talk about the sky, we can just get yeah, into... Yeah, you should, you should tell us what's Saturn in Aquarius. But a lot of shit is happening right now. Like, we're basically... Th- is this a summer solstice special? Yeah, I guess it's it is. It's a summer yeah. solstice special, right? Like, we're, we're on the eve of the summer solstice. We're like, it's this weekend anyway. Mm-hmm. Okay. We're sliding from chaotic, frenzied communication, air thinking, thinking, you know, transmitting, you know, like we're moving from Gemini season into the deep feelings and the waters of cancer season. There is a solar eclipse like now tomorrow, like this weekend right now. Mm. It's a summer solstice, the longest day of the year. And it's also Mercury just went into retrograde a couple days ago. When Mercury went into retrograde, T-Suck blew up. The Chris Delia thing happened. And even in my community, like the movement, yoga, Pilates community, some shit happened where... And again, this is also coming with people's awakened social humanity, social justice. I don't even like that word. Like people are awakening to the fact that, oh, guess what? Some of those in power like maybe are a bit racist. Or maybe they're sexist or maybe they're like they don't accept like fat people at their fucking studio. Like some like, you know, someone had to apologize because she was called out for being fat phobic uh, and supporting like mostly like thin white women. But like it's like this is a, anyone this is I talk to, like obviously we all know that thin white women are like the apex of like a fitness community look. So this is a yoga studio you're talking about. It's like about. a Pilates dance studio. And people mm-hmm. are accusing them of being Same like fat phobic. They were fat phobic. And, and then wasn't there someone else who was uh, Filipino who was saying. Yeah, like somebody that I know and I know this like had been, you know, her work like she had trained with this studio, but she had named a class something similar or the same to a certain class that, that she had taught, which is a style of teaching like the movement that you have to do is like pretty much exact. Like every class is a certain name and it's sequenced a certain way. So you have mm-hmm. to do it exactly the same. There's no, there's some deviation, but it has to be a certain format. 
And I guess the person teaching at a studio that was not this studio, the owner and the inventor of the system, whatever you want to call it, was like, well, you need to credit me for this. And she's like, you don't even know what this class is. It actually has nothing to do with like the movement modality that I was taught by you. So like back off. But the person then did some spiritual bypassing and was like, love and light. I guess you don't have enough of it by, you know, like, Mm -hmm. so like this is like a white woman telling a Filipino woman like what to think and refusing to engage so meaningfully like, in in her act of like trying to take ownership for this person's right. teachings like you must credit me but like it's like so no, it was no. like someone someone stole crossfit yeah sure like yeah, yeah essentially like that yeah. i like the idea of making a dance and then making money off that like you you franchise out the dance or the thing that you do well, that happened in the herbalism community, which I'm oh, recently yeah. getting into in my acts of, of radical resistance and healing. Because if I make myself the healthiest and the best that I can be, I can also help others around me. Be- and I'm Sorry. just like living good. Yeah. Before yeah, you go on. get into that, just finish okay. what you were saying okay, about thanks. the planets. Because <laughs> All right. okay. we're at a cycle which is Saturn in Aquarius. Saturn in Aquarius. Huge, huge, So huge. this is the 29-year cycle. Okay, Saturn is a 29 year cycle mm-hmm. you're coming up to your saturn return and y- you know me, you've had a lot of personally you yourself personally I see. you're coming up to your saturn return and anyone turning around like 29 30 we always have like a hard time because you you have to you know learn how to be an adult you have to learn like systems and you come up against the restrictions that you had anyway it's always a hard year for us mm-hmm. but in terms of saturn and aquarius uh, Saturn has about yeah like a 29 year orbit at least in terms of your birthday or your signs but like you know it spends a couple years in each sign because each planet has a different rotation the sun moves every month the moon moves between signs every two days it's just different for every planet so in terms of Saturn Saturn is now in the humanitarian sign of Aquarius an air sign that can be detached but Aquarius cares about every single person mm. and when astrologers look at historical points in time and which was the last time at saturn was in aquarius couple of interesting examples um one of my basically my new favorite astrologer like aya samadhi who i believe is like a black woman um has like such amazing insights she's like all right last time saturn was in aquarius it was at the beginning of the transatlantic slave trade in what like 1516 or something okay i'm gonna go on with my theory on this mm-hmm. other things when Saturn was in Aquarius, Nelson Mandela was sentenced to life in prison. And again, when he was released, Saturn was once more in Aquarius. Like, <laughs> I have chills right now. Like, I've got yeah. the tingles and my hairs are rising on my spine. Okay? Shit. Furthermore, Saturn in Aquarius is when Martin Luther King Jr. did his I Have a Dream speech. Really? Now, a couple years ago, when I went on my cross-country Somali-Singaporean road trip with my friend Ladan, we went to the Selma Motel. We stopped there. Thinking about that now, this moment in time is like very powerful. But that's when he had that speech. The last time Saturn was in Aquarius, I believe also this was the time when the Rodney King riots took place in LA in 1991, I think, or 93. No, 93 is when Nelson Mandela got out. Right. Um, that was the last time. And like now 
<coughs> I'm losing my voice. <laughs> so Saturn was in Aquarius when all this stuff was happening. Now it's back in Aquarius. Yes. And guess and, what? Yes. And to me, stuff's happening. Saturn in Aquarius, looking at the bookends of like Nelson Mandela's life and the beginning of the slave trade, like now, like uh, obviously slavery has been over, but to me, it's opening one chapter and close. Like you open the mm. book and now you turn the page, you close the book, you close the chapter and get ready for a new way of being. Because it's a never, new way of life. It's never like for everybody. It's never like a a neat start and finish. Never. When it comes to these kind of things, There's it's cyclical. Always, it's a cycle. Yeah, everything's a cycle. Because I I always think mm. of um, if you ever seen Adam Curtis documentaries, he talks about. He uses a lot of archive footage. He's a he's a British documentary okay. maker. Makes a lot of things about. Um, you know, like globalism, neoliberalism, like yeah, okay. machines, like um, processes, like how propaganda works, contradictions, like a lot of interest in like postmodern theories. It, it, it he takes That's a lot fine. from um, Mark Fisher and uh, and uh, I don't know who Mark his, Fisher is. Forgive no. me because it's like I would never care what a man named like Adam Curtis like for, for real like. <laughs> If the name is like that, like, I actually don't care. Like, I don't even, I'm just like, I don't really care. It's not relevant no, he to did. me. Uh, Mark <laughs> Fisher was an interesting uh, fella. He was a... We, he we was shouldn't f- talk about white men right now. Yeah, maybe not. He's also dead, so I don't know if that Whatever. Makes, it, makes it better. But um, I don't know. I don't anyway, really care. <laughs> when, he, when he talks about the, the decline of Western civilization, this is Adam Curtis, the documentary. 9-11 is like the spiritual end point the symbolic end point of western decline so well it did all go downhill from there yeah it did in a lot of ways and rome um, is burned to the ground yeah and and remember like the confederate statues and the slave trader statues have been toppled so like the book has been closed and we are firmly in the age of aquarius Mm -hmm. like no question about it we we've been there apparently but like since that has happened and Saturn is in Aquarius, all the hippies were singing about it for like 30, 40 years ago, mm. 50 years ago, whatever. My math is terrible. Even though I wear the Andrew Yang math hat when I'm cycling, <laughs> like I just have the fucking hat on because I can't find any of my like two dozen fucking baseball hats, which I lose things in my house all the time and then I find them. But I saw them when I was organizing the closet, but I can't fucking find them. So I just have to wear this Andrew Yang math hat. Mm. Looking like a very stereotypical Asian when I'm, I'm waiting my bike. for my uh, my pond life hat. Does it say arrive. pond life? It says pond life sports. What kind of script? Block uh, sans serif. I think it's serif. Sans serif is without the serif, isn't it? Correct. Yeah, it's it's a nice it's a nice looking hat. My friend Damon. It's a makes serif them. font. Yeah, it's like Times New Roman or something. Yeah, that's nice. Pond life is like my friend's uh, record label. They did a. Um, they did an EP for Black Lives Matter, which Hot. is which is a good idea. Even though you know, no nobody really knows where where Black Lives Matter spend their funds. No, I mean I'm I donating to, to them with my my sound bath series. So I like, think it's better know, to it's donate directly to, um, to Venmo Cash App to streamers and brave Instagrammers. Black sex knowledge. workers. Black sex workers. Absolutely. Yeah. Instead of. Sp- typing stuff online you should be paying black trans sex workers yeah i mean that's who needs it the most yeah now they they did uh they did an ep and half of it goes to um a local music studio which i think is one of the best things that you can do 
spend local support the arts support the arts yeah i'm spending local like our farmers are back in full force it's week two and i'm loving it i'm feeling better i'm in a good mood and uh in terms of like what else is happening in the news it's like oh k-pop k-pop stands have done it again they have teamed up great (laughs) like and it's like who are they like now you listen i'm an old lady you have a gen now there's a whole generation of keyboard warriors doing shit like i don't even have to lift a finger Honest, honestly look this, at these kids doing all this stuff from their like little phones I'm not, I'm not looking at that this is why i deleted this my is apps. why like yeah it's I'm it's a restrict, hellhole of i'm gonna restrict my input to um my lord barbecue you could just keep yeah you just want to do all the dad stuff like barbecuing and fixing the garden that's great i approve yeah that. that's the only way that you can live wholesomely yeah, I mean, I bought better coffee. I bought, you know, you bought bikinis. Maxwell House, which I criticized, but then but I won a mug when I peeled back that foil lid. So oh, is that what it was? It was in the yeah in the lid. It was a it was a Stanley Cup oh. special edition, and it said put the uh, put the code in, and someone will contact you if you win something and they it's, did it's like me telling you that you would win tickets to an infamous comedian's uh show last year which oh, you shit. did and you sat front row that was incredible remember like <laughs> and and you also got to go to a free flying lotus so show lucky. because of me because yeah. i couldn't go my friend gave it to me because she was tired damn thank you ellen yeah she's not listening but thanks and ellen. you were right about the recession as well which is interesting. Tell me about what I had said to you. Uh, I can't remember it very well. But you remember that what? Then you, what do you remember? Well, I Tell think the it folks. was I think it was Vandad who reposted the episode with Taya, and he said that we predicted all the 2020 stuff. I haven't listened to it, but no, it was it was one of the episodes, and you said that we're due for a recession. Of course, because I think we recorded it. In December, we recorded it. Was it was in Sag in, season that we did that. Yeah. So we were sure. looking ahead to the new year. And yes, you we actually oh, right. fucking called it. Yeah, I mean... On the money. I so, was prepared for some fucked up shit to happen this year. Yeah. And, and indeed, I got the war of my dreams. And I got the chaos <laughs> of my life. And so, a, a little bit of government titty, universal basic income. Just a little taste. But I want some more yeah. and I love it. So... Just a little bump. I'm living my living my best life. Hey, well, fat and happy. Let's wait until November. Let's see what Trump does. True, it's an election year. He might go back to the gold standard and uh, release all the suppressed alien technology, the the Nikolai Tesla stuff, time travel. Can can I wait? What are you gonna say here? I have a Tesla link. A Tesla link. I have I have a very offhand connection to Tesla in terms of my in terms of the biodynamic organic well crafted skincare and oral care line I use. One of the mm. one of the products that I bought from Living Libations is a ozonated gums gel, which I use to floss my teeth or to clean between my gums because I have an intensive eight step oral care routine that how long does it take me like 20 minutes 15 minutes it's pretty long like a good 20 minutes so what you're doing is you're along with the herbalism you're finding holistic dentistry correct because i'm well acquainted with the world of dentistry indeed you are and 
it's not sustainable. We can't be giving these... Uh, we can't be relying on these, let's be honest, paedophiles <laughs> to... to uh, to look after our teeth we need to we need to think about ways to look after our own so you have this i have the secret you have I, the secret okay let me get into this for the listeners because i know at least one of you is listening <laughs> <laughs> at least one of you is listening okay listen the eight step dental care routine that i and i keep telling people about it too so like i'm really stoked to have this platform here okay it's an eight step dental care routine like don't you don't even need to spend money on like the holistic dental care shit that I did. Like, first of all, this is what I do. If you're just an average person with regular toothpaste, fine. That's fine. I don't really give a shit. Use the foam. Use the SLS. Use the disgusting drugstore toothpaste that's like overly sugary and has a gross gluey consistency. Do whatever the fuck you want. Just so you know, I'm a toothpaste snob. I don't like and you know this mm -hmm. i do not use drugstore toothpaste the only drugstore toothpaste that i actually used to like was tom's of maine before clorox bought it or whoever the fuck i can't buy it anymore because of that it had propolis in it which is a bee resin and it gave me a very pleasant film inside my mouth it's propolis if you like propolis i have heard that there's a very good korean toothpaste called atomy a-t-o-m-y that people swear by it. They're like, I don't have a cavity. Speaking of no cavities, Louis Moulds, I had learned, doesn't have any fucking cavities in his skull. Is never. that correct? You've never. never had one. Never. You've never had tooth pain. Genetics, baby. I think you have. I had one friend who had like a beneficial bacteria in her mouth and she was like, her dentist was like, oh, you'll never get a cavity. So I'm convinced that Louis has this condition. Yeah. Lucky you. I have suffered from poor dental hygiene my mom flosses religiously because her teeth like are fucked up and I never listened to her. And then my teeth got fucked up. Like I've had cavities. I've had at least one root canal and I have heavily receded gums. This is what took me to living libations. Knowing that we were in a pandemic year, I was about to see my dentist who is a family friend. So it's like, you know what I mean? Whatever. So I get some favors. Um, and I like them. They're so great to me. But knowing that I would never see a dentist again, I was like, let me invest in my health. Let me see because I'm bored and I have lots of time. And I have time, right? I have time to do the eight-step dental care routine, which I swear to God I will get to. Mm -hmm. But I'm like, let me just blow a couple hundred dollars on the shit that's on sale. And let me see what happens. Like, I don't know. Let me just see. Remember that ancient people before the advent of modern dentistry used charcoal charcoal neem twigs. cinnamon clove twigs oils right eggshells yes people used all kinds of natural remedies before we had chemicals to clean our teeth and people have had you know you know presumably people have been able to care for their teeth mm. obviously before chemicals and I remember, modern dentistry uh, seeing in a museum or something uh yeah very ground down teeth and it was because their bread or their food was very coarse <laughs> so like little knobs kind of <laughs> just because it was Gross. so they had to like grainy like eating. that's nasty bread I'm not, I'm not sure it was grainy bread i think just grainy food in general eating? but it doesn't really make sense because sure surely you could just like refine the method or i don't know i, I couldn't really I understand know. it but they were chewing some stuff they, they were chewing some weird shit but yeah all right so i had I had read online, like, it's actually really hard to find people who talk about the results. Although I spent, because it was, like, cold pandemic time, I was bored. I was reading. I spent, like, a week reading, like, thousands of, like, okay, hundreds of reviews. <laughs> okay. I, I spent a week. No. Hundreds. hundreds. 
like 5,000 reviews. But I read like seven or eight pages of reviews like all night long, all day long. Because I was like, I want to, like I do my research when I'm trying to get into something. And when I go get into something, I go like hard. I go all the way. I'm thinking of that uh, that meme with the scrawny kid. And then all those oh, like, like hey, king. hey young yeah. king. Hey king. That's I was... me. I'm the little one. I'm the little guy. <laughs> I was looking. Hey. We... <laughs> Hey, hey, King, can you tell me a... about holistic oral care? Like the, the first big guy is like, well, you know, most of holistic oral care can be achieved if you are simply using salt rinse, oil pulling and baking soda. And that's actually the party line. Right. I'm going to tell everybody. Oh, and flossing at least once a day, preferably twice. Okay. okay. If you are a normal person who gives a fuck about your teeth in this pandemic, no, like, do you want to go to the dentist? No, you don't. No. Everyone hates the dentist. What are the What are the three main All things? Right. There's like four four pillars from from the Shar <laughs> School of Dentistry. All right, you should do some oil pulling only in the morning. What I is, do it with coconut oil. What is oil pulling? Oil pulling is an Ayurvedic practice in which the idea is that if you are swishing, uh, like a tablespoon is too much. I have a small mouth, is what I've been told. So <laughs> it's true. I've heard that. Um, <laughs> that's what they said. It's a, um, it's a matter of perspective. Exactly. So <laughs> they pl- exactly pl- plural. So what you want to do? <laughs> yeah, they did. That's what they said. Listen, <laughs> all the guys in the gangbang know about. <laughs> Everyone knows that I have a small mouth. <laughs> so like, just be careful, okay? The teeth are here. I have all of my teeth. Chiclet teeth. Yeah, my my straight <laughs> teeth. No braces. Anyhow. So like I I put I don't know like put a spoon of coconut oil the traditional is sesame oil but that just sounds so disgusting you could do it with olive oil but that also sounds like fucking disgusting Ugh, like swishing that shit coconut oil organic coconut oil okay I had to I like to think that Alexander yeah. Brovadani gargles with uh, olive oil you know real he's, real real pies very shit. Italian yeah. All right. So like you're going to do that for like 5, 10, 15, whatever, whatever, as long as you want, until, as long as you can stand it. Maroon. Then you're going to spit the oil out into the trash can, not into your sink, not into your toilet where it will create a fat burg and fuck up everyone else's municipal life. Spit it into the fucking trash can. And this is how I know that it works. I don't have dirty teeth. I don't really drink coffee. I don't drink tea. I don't drink red wine. My teeth have been known to be very clean. My dentists have also always commented that my teeth were pretty clean and very white. Okay. Mm-hmm. So that's staining's not an issue for me. Okay. So I can't tell you if that happened. But if I go like, you know, you put your hand up to your mouth. I notice after I've done that, that morning breath smell is, is not really there. Okay. Mm-hmm. So that's how I know the principle, the pseudoscientific principle. Like I'm not a fucking scientist. Is that the bacteria or the oily shit, the gross shit between your gums and your teeth and the bacteria in your mouth will bind to the oil. And indeed, if I have a phlegmy throat, it will pull phlegm out of my throat into this oil. Hmm. Right? Interesting. Yeah. That's just a fact. It happens and like, ugh, then I have to spit it out. This is the kind of shit. No one knows about this. This is. No one really talks about it. Just I'm obsessed with this stuff. This is really useful. And here's the thing with all the COVID uh, bullshit as well. No. Like, I was just um, thinking about the contradictions of the mask. Having the mask, not having the mask, there was, like, mixed messages. All the lies. They lied to us because... All the lies. I was so mad about it. didn't want the supply to be ransacked. Either way... It's a capitalist problem. It's a supply yeah, chain problem. I hate that. the point I'm making is, like, nobody was talking about 
how to boost your natural defenses. Right. Nobody was talking about your immune system, vitamin D. Yeah. Nobody was talking about the benefits of like zinc, of lithium, not lithium, but... Sure, whatever. But magnesium. magnesium. Any of these right. natural and things. Ginger. Ginger, for example. Lemon, onions. Like you can Garlic. have... Yeah, you, yeah. You can have... Exactly. And I had talked to you. I was like... Uh, like so many things I did getting back into fermenting. I made sauerkraut. I always make kombucha. I'm more regularly drinking it. I don't really drink soda, but if the kombucha is sour, like I will dilute it with, I'll drink it with ginger ale. That's the only way I can, I can for myself in a safe manner. I'm like, I can drink ginger ale because there's maybe kombucha should, in it. Uh, maybe you should try brewing your own kombucha, but like cutting it down like people do with cocaine. You water it down. Yeah, I just cut it with ginger ale. That's what I do. Stretch the product. That's what I do. Uh, Like, uh, I also bought, like, some weird earth oil that has some magnesium in it. That was, like, part of my shoptivism towards BLM. Like, I swear to God, Mm. that's part of it. And, like, it's fine. I'm sure it's fine. But um, what else did I do? Holistic dental care. Yeah, like, anyone wanting to care for their teeth... You just should do oil pulling. I think I've explained the principle behind it, right? Mm -hmm. We're good. Salt gargling before and after. Salt gargling will keep the inside of the mouth alkaline. That's what Mm. you want. You don't want acidity. Everything you always want, alkalinity for health, maximum optimum health in your body. And that's like um, apple cider vinegar is meant to do that as well. You could also drink apple cider vinegar. And I'm going to get to this right now because I'm going to get into brewing some fire cider, which remember you're talking about people trademarking stupid things. Mm Mm-hmm. People have tried to trademark the name fire cider, which is uh, a type of spicy herbal ACV apple cider vinegar shot glass type immunity drink. Right. Okay. okay. Uh, that Rod- Rosemary Gladstar, renowned herbalist, like I'm getting into herbalism and beginning to educate myself, had made. What I'm going to do is because I have so much kombucha all the time, I'm just going to make kombucha vinegar because that's cheaper mm-hmm. than than just having a whole fuck ton of apple cider vinegar. Although you can also make fruit scrap vinegar. Uh, the best Bible for fermentation is anything by Sandor Katz or Sandor Alex Katz. Because he's like the fermentation god. He spent so much time in it and I have one of his books. So mm. if you want to do that for yourself, do it. I also make my own kimchi, which is not fermented, but it's kimchi. So like I make it at home, whatever. Um, okay. Salt gargling will keep the inside of the mouth alkaline. If you want to keep your regular chemical toothpaste, like you can... But you do not need to buy anything holistic. I had also experimented with charcoal toothpaste, like from my magic mud, Mm. which is okay. But I hate that it blackens the sink. That pisses me off the most. So like I didn't care for it because it fucked up my sink. Like I I can clean it, but I didn't like the black stains in the sink that I had to always wash out. I liked um, the Arm & Hammer baking soda stuff, but also I can't really find it here. I've not looked for it here, but I think you can find it. I've seen that before. Aloe, no, I mean aloe dent. No, I don't. We don't have that. What is that? Aloe dent was. um, It sounds fun. I would probably like it again, like a non-fluoride toothpaste. Ooh, um, which was what country origin is a British? I'm not sure where it's from, but my my ex's mum in the UK, she was Mm. into her um, like a lot of her sort of like herbalism and um, oh, that's cool you know, slash um, hippie, hip mom, all that good shit. That's so cool. Are we retiring on a Welsh farm? On a Welsh cottage with a Japanese hot tub? (laughs) She was was the first, uh, I actually did D 
DMT with her. <laughs> with the mom? With the mom, yeah. Oh my god. Wow. <laughs> she yeah, she was sick. Shouts out to I won't say the name, but yeah. <laughs> you know who you are. I've not seen I bet it was a good like British mom name too. Yeah, it you was. can tell me off the air. Actually, she has, I love mom names. She has Canadian origins as well. Oh yeah, everything's everything's connected. Um, I didn't which, even talk about Nikola Tesla. Yeah, what's your connection to Nikola? All right, Tesla? so like living libations, the holistic like skincare, oral care, like whatever, everything line like it's made by an Aquarian woman up in Halliburton, Ontario. L- That's fucking amazing. Living libations. They did they do the Nadine oil Artemis. thing you gave me. No, that's Alaskan essences. We'll get to that. Okay. That's a whole other chapter. But like, okay, Living Libations is made. And, and I loved supporting like a Canadian local business. Mm-hmm. Like it's beside the point for me to say it was run by a woman. Like whatever. We all know that that's great. So mm-hmm. like, I'm not even gonna be like, oh, like I'm not gonna pat myself on the back for that. Yeah. That's just life. You shouldn't. No, I'm not. That's stupid. But like really, she's an Aquarian visionary. And I have to say that her shit is amazing. I learned through that getting into herbalism and like I learned in this very difficult time when all of us can spiral and go online and each of us has done that in our own way. You got into the conspiracy theories and like maybe you did too much on social media. I don't know. I definitely did too much on social media and I spent I like my coping mechanism is also just to to buy stuff for a dopamine hit. That's fine. Mm -hmm. I get it. That's thanks dad. Um, But through that I also learned that when we go closer to mother nature and when we go closer to the earth that she has many beautiful gifts for us that can assist us with profound healing for me this came as a realization as i got into the oral care products which are all pretty much natural you would think that i would rot my teeth out of my head not using like a regular toothpaste or something and just relying on baking soda essential oils coconut oil uh, salt salt rinse and also like you know flossing my gums and shit but no like i actually believe i had read somewhere that some people who had fucked up teeth who had to have gum grafts because their gums were so receded or who had to have like very invasive and painful like they were said it was said that they had to have very painful and fucked up like dental surgeries sure. people regenerated their gums or that their dentists and hygienists are like, I don't even need to spend time with you. I'm just going to spend five minutes with you because your teeth were like so great. Hmm. And that is what sold me on buying the product to spend the time and work with it. And I do feel like, ask me in December when I check out the state of my, my gums, but I do feel that they are slowly coming back because I'm treating them much better and i'm giving them sometimes i get tired and i don't use it you know but i'm pretty consistent i'm giving them at least 15 20 40 like my mouth and my oral care like 40 minutes a day on an optimal day Mm. like 30 to 40 minutes a day so like why wouldn't that time and care that i spent and the detail pay off in the long run i believe it will just ask me in december i will right like most of us they treat brushing our teeth like just some throwaway thing it's not i don't do that anymore yeah it's a chore i'm lucky i've got a good good genetics you have the good microbiome i have good uh donald trump type genetics because like uh, wooden chompers <laughs> i don't know what his teeth are like but i know that he just eats like mcdonald's and uh 
drinks Diet Coke and he's like fine. Some people just have good genetics. Yeah. What do you think of the comedy show last night? Um, The slope was slippery, but I laughed and I enjoyed it. Except, of course, you always have some like, like really old white guy who just does <laughs> shock comedy, which there was. And everyone was like, oh, my God. And then he had a heckler. <laughs> and then that was like the moment that where you had to be there. That was the funny. girl was the yelling back at him. <laughs> and he was just saying more offensive stuff just to be offensive. But like, that's his whole shtick. I don't know who he is. But I, like, uh, I forget fine. who he was. Fine. That's fine. Um, and even he was in the like his weird like. He wishes he was in San Francisco bondage gear, like old man crust punk <laughs> type kind of look. I like the fat guy though. The fat guy was great. The fat guy was really funny. Oh uh, yeah. The fat I've guy was like d- enjoyable. I've seen him before. He was enjoyable. That was like that's he to makes me. A, it makes a B. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where he's like, my my uh silhouette looks like a racist. <laughs> like uh, to me, that's a that's a very excellent that's a very excellent way for a white male comedian to be that isn't mm. like that kind of like aggressive type of like man type that we all know that stereotypical asshole like man from the sure, 80s comedian yeah. to be like that shock jock type Andrew Dice Clay kind of bullshit yeah, that yeah. in 2020 we really bit, don't have room dated, for. Yeah. So it is outdated. So and let's get into identity politics. I don't think it's cool to just say like you're saying like to say like oh this is my sexuality and that makes me an interesting person your sexuality is not your culture Mm -hmm. and for me for a very long time i used that as my personality because there wasn't anything else that i was doing to be fair i have you use your sexuality and say like like because i was interesting because i was doing all this stuff with all these people i see like i definitely use that as some kind of I'm not going to say it's a prop. That's not fair. I see what you mean. Because like, I like we all have the horny disease. Yeah, we all have the horny disease and everyone loves to vicariously live through the roller coaster of your like, you know, manic impulses and extravagance. Right. You get it. You were like an addict. So like you get it. We all understand <laughs> on other sides of yeah. a different spectrum. And that's why what that's, that's why like. I delete fucking Twitter as well, because like it's it's a drug it's like it sounds like a really corny boomer meme thing to say but the everything is can be boiled down to a chemical impulse and posting stuff and getting likes is a dopamine uh hit and that's it's as simple as that really they all want you to be that little white rat in the cage pressing the right the white the red button and we all have been that but we can all break free of it in 2020 it's a year of revolution (laughs) I've joked about this before, like if we if we got taken over by China and we have to just like churn out content and that's what the the workhouse or like the uh the the production base becomes like churning out content for, you know, China. But actually we're kind of already in it because everyone posts for free on these websites. It generates a user base and a revenue from ads. And it's like its own little hamster yeah, wheel. Absolutely. Like and and I already like complained to you and other people like, you know, earlier, like a couple months ago or whatever. I was like, I hate that we've all just turned into like, like everyone's job is like a content surf. And like, I've done that for money for like over right. a decade. I was burnt out. Like I have done that professionally yeah. for like 12 plus years. And I was burnt out deeply from like the whole grind i have done it all from like email marketing to like 
blogging to like content marketing, like all of that stuff, social media, I got, I was doing it in like the very early years. I have done all of that stuff and it left me like a dried up husk. Like I was mm. utterly ground down by and it. And especially when obviously you can't see people in person. So you have to communicate online. But that's also the place where you were previously posting content to augment like real life as well. Like I've not had the motivation to create any new podcasts just because like what we're going to talk about it's like i don't have any there's no one's listening anyway but it's like the the capacity just to create stuff for the sake of it without having a live element or without it augmenting real life it seems somewhat redundant to do that like there has to be something happening in order to um to feel like putting some stuff out and you know, not being able to talk. My friend bought a drum machine recently. He was showing me he bought a Roland. Oh, that's so like an eight oh eight. It wasn't an eight oh eight. It's got the eight oh eight sounds, but it was okay. uh, made in ninety eight, I think. Oh, nice, nice um, vintage. Yeah, and it has like you know how the theremin has the yeah, the, the, the hand thing axis. On? It has that on it as well for some functions, and it's like a big bit of kit. He spent like four hundred pounds on it. Um, Leo May Life. You can you can find his music, but like uh, better relight the candle. I was saying how it's better yeah. to have hardware because if you have hardware, you can do stuff on software with you know Logic Pro and different plugins and that. But then the government can hear what you're working what? on. What on Logic Pro? Yeah, because it's, it's on a computer. Oh. Whereas if you're using yeah. hardware, you're off the grid. I want to go full like Unabomber. C- <laughs> I'm serious. I need like, I I just want, the I want CIA. the Welsh caught it. <laughs> just get it. Please. The CIA listens to your beats that you're working on. And it, and it, um, if it, if it feels like the beats are too explosive and have the potential to, um, you know, weaponize Cause the population. sonic damage in the ears of American diplomats in Cuba. Then they'll come and kill you. And that's why it's good to have hardware rather than software. What I'm saying is you don't want to be cooked by, uh, by software, by screens, by having something plugged into the internet. You've well, got I to think, think hardware. You've got to think holistic dentistry. You have to think not quite off the grid yet, but... Getting there. Getting there. Yeah, I mean, like, you know, we didn't have to board up the house and you didn't need to get a shotgun. So, like, that's fine. But uh, I still might need to get a shotgun. I think you still, I still think we need to know how to shoot well. Trudeau's already took some assault rifles away. And it was interesting, that article about the Nova Scotia shooting, about how the, uh, the He guy, may have gotten some payouts from the RCM, for, from, like, law enforcement or the RCMP or something, withdrew, some official. He withdrew 475,000 and this uh, this article says that that's how they pay um, agents and confidential informants. So, potential false flag. Again. And he had a denture clinic? He had a denturist clinic that's as weird. well. It all links that's suspicious. in. <laughs> it is very suspicious. Suspicious. Oh, you just like going to Thailand, do you? Okay. Oh, you coach your son's little league team as well. Hmm. It's fucked up too. And all like, right. you know, people make all these Thai jokes, but like, 
I'm going to remind you all, like I spent a lot of time in Southeast Asia when I was like 13 to 19. And I've been in Patpong. I have seen grown men with young boys and girls and they're looking mis- like I've seen that shit. I'm traumatized by it. I can't go back to those places. So like, just so you know, like someone else has seen this through the eyes and remember I'm an Asian person. So like seeing other impoverished Asian people like exploited by whites gross white german men whatever like truly like it is horrifying and so sad it's so sad yeah i can't handle it i'm delicate well like it's not even that i'm delicate any human person you could not like walking down the street is like ugh, it's so horrible it sucks if i had been born in a different circumstance like that could easily be me i could also be the girl in in like some street market in Beijing selling fake polo shirts while my dad or mom is trying to bargain them down to get a better price. Like, you know, is that girl, was that girl going to go to college in competition with a billion other people? Like she has no chance, right? So like me having the circumstances that I had, like I'm extremely and beyond grateful to be like a one percenter in the world. Yeah. So I hope anyone living in their basement apartment right now will be grateful for that as well honestly like I'm whatever so, i'm so glad i'm not in a position to be trafficked by the clinton foundation outside haiti or something <laughs> uh should we do some uh should we do some tarot cards yeah i mean i have some i don't know what else you want to talk about if anything uh the essences is oh, probably yeah. the only other thing that i need to talk about new but new tropics nikola tesla like Living yeah, Libations has ozonated beauty balms or like ozonated gum gel, which I use on my teeth. They just, they just put oxygen in, in some of their formulas, which is supposed to be good for you. But I don't remember why. But like I accept that <laughs> Tesla invented it and it's good for me in some like esoteric Aquarian way of which oh, I only as a fire sign with some earth and like two water like can <laughs> can can barely appreciate. The social planets are in Libra. So like that's that's all I have. But. How are they? Yeah, they're all in Libra. I'm feeling much better today. Maybe it's because of these essences. Or maybe it's just seeing comedy again. Maybe. No, but listen. That was, let me just say this. That was honestly like the whole process of biking there at night, you know, to the park, hearing the voices, like going to this place. It was a showtime. It was a show. Like there was was a light. It was exciting. There was a stage. It was like, it was, um, uh, it was clandestine. It was... It was fucking fun, and it just gives you a sense of, like... It wasn't like the protests, which, from the off, have, like, this heavy um, heavy theme to bring everyone together. There's almost, like, a somberness to it, even though it's emotive and you can make it... Um, what was somber? The Well, the protests have, like, a somber meaning behind them. And... That's at the root of it is black yeah, people uh, getting killed. Yeah, but with with comedy, you don't have that hanging over it. It was a very mixed crowd. Everyone was there. It was a public park. Everyone was enjoying the show at a safe distance. Like it was, it was a really like special night. Uh, and it's that sort of thing which I think is like not more important than traditional protests, but it's more kind of inspiring in a way because um, 
you know, rather than having the Canadian version of a very American type protest, because the Canadians feel the need to, you know, transpose their history of racism onto the onto that movement. They feel the need to try and recontextualize it to, you know, to make it Canada specific. Same thing with the UK as well. They're, yeah, and all around the world, there were a bunch yeah. of protests on, on the piggybacking off, yeah. off of this movement. And there's different aspects of it. So in the UK, it was more about the uh, the fact that our country was built on slavery and it was taking down the statues that represent that. And it's the institutional um, side of it, which they seem to be focusing on. There's still like, you know, police being dicks to people, but it's more about the the pillars of that system which we've benefited from and that's kind of what they're going but when you have something like comedy to um bring people together in like a like a depoliticized setting there's something a bit more elusive and a bit more um you know um profound about that it's like you know having a rave where everyone is there to have a good time they're there to laugh you know who's to say that the people protesting were not like experience experiencing some form of like joy or like also in another way a sense of community and and togetherness in a time when all of us are isolated at home like you don't know you and i weren't there no yeah i'm no i'm sure that that was the reason because they've been locked down for three months and sure it's like a noble thing to, you know, it's a good reason to get out. I can't think of any better reason to get out and say fuck the lockdown to go and protest that. But what I'm saying is the comedy thing is like there's a there's, there's a difference there. There's something a bit more, um, you know, uplifting about, about that. I think that... Because why? I, I think that that's just it for you because like you enjoyed it so much. I, I, I don't necessarily feel that like, like, who are you to say that that was more profound than a protest? You don't know. Like, no, I'm not saying it was more profound. I'm saying that it had um, the practice of going out on to have a good time. Brings sure, people sure. together in the way that a prescribed thing of like, you know, this is bad well, way to do something. I think maybe what you're getting at is that going out on a Friday night to like have an idyllic night bike ride, which I love, and going to that was having a sense of normalcy in and as we all say an unprecedented year. Um and also like you know, I was sitting there in the long grass being concerned about ticks. <laughs> And seeing all the people around me, behind me, below me, because we were quite up high. And, you know, being there in the night amongst, like, these strangers, some of which we knew, but, like, I don't know where they are. And also the act of, like, earthing and being on the ground was very healing. Like, I was very emotional inside about it. Mm-hmm. Like, and I was feeling that from other people too, like just simple gratitude at having like, you know, a normal concert or like, you know, like we used to have, cause like none of us have had that moment in months. So mm. that was very profound. Sure. Yeah. Absolutely. And something that I'm sure everyone was, you know, extremely grateful for to be able to do that and to pull that off 
and to not have anything like bad happen or have it be shut down that people could just do that i was really thinking about like you know like frank sinatra going to entertain the troops right overseas like that's really what it was to me yeah and that's the thing like it what i'm trying to say is the the act of everyone going to watch a comedy show was people have already been traumatized for three months with the with the lockdown and then people go out to protest because of like police brutality, which seems different, but it's like there is still like a negative connotation to it. Whereas if you have like a like a comedy show, I'm not saying it's like one or the other thing, but there is a different kind of collective, um, you know, experience from a comedy show because you go there to laugh and have fun, and that simplicity and that universal aspect of it the depoliticized aspect of it sure is very important and it mimics the same feeling that you would get from going to a rave because when the rave culture was happening and i did an interview with my uncle about um his rave days in the early 2000s like there's a there's a vice article about it he was saying how people got together in these abandoned quarries in the woods they would have a good time to like you know 10 the next morning they would clean it all up leave it better than they had before and in of itself it was a protest people were there to have fun but there was something more um more profound to it people weren't going out to address a specific cause they were going out from a collective um you know, urge to have a good time. And then from there, you saw like a more, it wasn't about policy. It wasn't about any specific thing. Well, it was about the, um, the, the actual law against raves itself. But there's like a bigger kind of movement which happens, which isn't about posting like a black square. It's about a shift in, uh, about a shift in consciousness, about a shift in how people view themselves as a collective rather than being you know reposting a petition or reposting something like that it's a it, it's a change in your mind which which um that is the more that's the thing which i'm getting at that's the kind of like mind um you know evolution that people kind of need and especially when we're talking about moving out of one age into another age it's the it's not about a, a specific cause. It's about the the psyche. And maybe I'm kind of overstating it in terms of like a comedy show in a park. But that's the kind of thing which which people need to uh, which need to have. And that's what they're looking for when they say fuck lockdown and go out like that. Peace, love, unity and respect. Yeah, because everyone was there having a good time and... There were I people think, gathering the cans like they always do. Yeah, like I think that has more that has more like value in some respects than, you know, being urged by Antifar to go loot some shit or set up a town in the middle of Seattle and Is start that still, like, going a on? commune. Still there? I don't know, I've not checked the internet. Well, but yeah, we're not we're not checking the internet. They were I don't know how Raz is doing. He's the SoundCloud rapper that's like the the, the town warlord. warlord. But sure. uh, you know, when yeah. when I hear the war- word warlord, I think of just like the major laser cartoon guy with the bullets across his chest. Yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. Basically, I, like an updated Mister T. Yeah, but like yeah, yeah. I, 
my mind just he's got the, the sunglasses and the the, the hot yeah the the rambo bands on his like like huge biceps yeah it's like they're very, rippling it, yeah it's a cool look i definitely think of that cartoon <laughs> guy like that's the first thing but you know you you're right like i'm gonna go back to your point where you're like okay well we've all been under collective stress everyone in the world has been under collective stress for us it's been three months for other people it's been longer for others they're having allegedly a second wave that <laughs> started at a wet market in beijing like fuck off it I, didn't it didn't start i don't care That's, like it's just stupid that sounds like such a racist fucking it, thing it is racist like it's like fuck you like fuck you anyone that it's was like, like were they- oh bad fried <laughs> rice fuck you like i'm like shut up just yeah, like, shut I, up like fuck you so you're saying so you're saying that we the- should blame chinese people as a chinese yeah because as a chinese person like i don't actually think it's like you can blame no we should we should, we should blame, blame china have sanctions shame and name you know like president xi lied and people died all the live long day like just listen i'm gonna tell you and i'm finally glad to have this on record and not on like a shitty tweet that like two people read that like the reason why we have a pandemic is because lebron james refused to criticize china over the nba because lebron james loves money butterfly effect Ooh, interesting that's all i'm gonna say i'm not wrong i'm not wrong when you decide when you decide not to criticize anything just because some asshole is giving you money that's when you lost that's when you lost any sense of like like you know yeah. then you're beholden to anyone who's pouring you money look at the US government yeah. democrats and republicans are not the same and that's the they're not the same they they are the same it's just you're just flipping a coin and yeah. and it's all shit for you and there have been uh, loads and loads of uh, chinese nationals who have worked in like harvard and these places or like microbiology labs doing all kinds of weird shit like yeah. even in in winnipeg and where top secret like biolab is like there was like chinese scientists that were like stealing yeah they were sending secrets. some samples to yeah. wuhan so like don't think <laughs> that that shit isn't real and it's like if you can't trust like, okay were they were they eating weird like foods like bats or were they trying to do science and it and it went wrong they were trying to do science and it went wrong or maybe yeah i mean like it went right what's my other point on this like oh also i'm really disappointed to see like the the temperature take on hong kong which is near and dear to me i spent so much time there like pre-handover post-handover in the early days after the handover my family like some of my family is still there on my dad's side and i had a lot of memories of my family there including when my dad was alive so i'm very sad to see like the full stake in the heart of that place Mm. it's very sad that sucks yeah it does suck But going back to everyone's collective stress, like I had realized, you know, like you were pretty stressed out with a whole bunch of things on your plate. And because I'm around you most of the time, uh, like I'm just trying to like keep my shit together and keep calm and carry on. But I also realized with your stress and everyone else's collective stress and my like trying to just like make sure that I'm functioning like I realized that I also was caring a lot and I didn't know what to do about it. So this led me to trying something new in the world of like, you know, what, what would you say all this category of stuff that I'm into is like, what is that? What would you call it as a lay person? Hippie, hippie yeah, nonsense. Just hippie shit. Hippie, exactly. Hippie nonsense. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like, I w- and I wouldn't say nonsense. No, it's actually. not nonsense. Like I, uh, 
I know what you mean. It's, the, it, it's the, that it's that field of stuff where you're yeah, just like, okay, energy shit, like energetic stuff. Some, some like asshole blog would be like like biohacking. Yeah, we'll say spiritual stupid, biohacking. Uh, yeah, that's what a man would say. Spiritual. Spirit I'm doing spiritual hacking. biohacking, like, and then uh, people like buy the fuck out of it, like dopamine fasting. But because like some gray-haired woman with like saggy tits is selling it to you, you're like, oh, this is some bullshit. Like you know that. <laughs> Look at this bulletproof coffee shit. Anyway, so I, I only trust old ladies with psychic tits. Yeah, I mean they're they're can, amazing. They have they're no wise. reason to lie. Yeah, that's how I got my amazing Brazilian water filter from, like you know, an Earth woman. What's the place called again? It's called Inaris Apothecary, but the filter is a Stefani water crock, and it is the Inaris cheapest. Is in the brightest star in the sky. I guess so. I don't even know that. That's what A N A R R E S. Yeah, that's what my oh, uh, grandma's shit. boat's called. Oh, really? Anaris, what a coincidence. Yeah. I didn't know this. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, it's Anaris Apothecary. I have this amazing Brazilian water filter that's the cheapest and least corporate way to filter your water. It's I don't nice. believe. I like it. I don't believe in the under the sink shit. You know, even in uh, Cambodia or Laos or some, you know, Southeast Asia or Vietnam, I think. I don't know. I'm sorry if I mix it up, but, you know, people would keep. Uh, traditionally they would keep water in the clay pots to keep them cool and fresh because the permeation the air comes in and out so it keeps it cool that's why the water is cool enough for a white man to drink like yourself but warm enough for an asian woman like myself who prefers room temperature water to enjoy but you know the point is that it's terracotta yeah it's perfect the best of both worlds it's (laughs) It's terracotta. It's a social enterprise. Like impoverished Brazilians make this pottery. So it's made by hand. And it's the cheapest filter. I did not want to be drinking from plastic because that's disgusting. Mm-hmm. I did not want to be paying Brita Corporation and giving them my fucking money for some like disgusting, cubic, ugly, poorly designed thing that's not aesthetic. You as the Libra will agree. And like, where am I going to put it? In my fridge? Like, I don't want cold water. Am I going to put it on my counter? It looks ugly and takes up mm-hmm. clutter. Therefore, Brazilian water filter. I love it. I think everyone should buy one. Best. That's the best investment that I've the physical investment that I've made for the pandemic. Everything else is like the thousand dollars of of holistic skincare, oral <laughs> care, Frankie's bikinis, and some Frankie's bikinis for fun. But let me get to the Alaskan essences. <laughs> so, like, it, it'd be really funny to see. Uh, I love the Frankie's bikinis. It, it is truly worth the money. But like, I would never to pay. See the the, the, the customer management system of. Uh, Frankie's bikinis because it's probably just like all like uh, old sugar daddies. Oh yeah, I heard their customer like... service is horrible. Oh, is it? I don't know. I don't really care. Like, th- yeah, you know, the bikinis are really cute. If you like to have fun <laughs> in like a cheeky bottom, and you like luxury fabric and really good colors and actually pretty good cuts. Yeah. And I wanted to enjoy my body confidence this summer. I was loving the the Frankie's bikinis are really fun and like they are high quality. Yeah, I'm glad to have like it's buttery soft. Like I'm into it. If the, I'm into it. If the products are good, I'm, yeah, I'm, I you shouldn't I need mind. good customer service. Like I, I have the streaming package, the zone, and the customer service is like non-existent. But it's a fucking streaming service. You pay your money, you get to watch the football. It's like you don't need to be emailing them. You don't need to email support nine times out of ten. Oh, when's my thing gonna? Ro-? Just don't, don't do it. You're just, just you're just bitching about your job right now, <laughs> and that's okay. But but I but I mean it though. It's no, like what are you what no, are you no, gonna what get? Are you gonna get from emailing? What are you gonna get from emailing person? support at? It's like just stop being a loser. Stop typing online. 
Log ask, off. Ask your like kid to help you. Yeah, but generally, just log off. Stop bitching That's the online. the answer to everything. Just log off. Stop being cooked by the uh, content mill for dopamine likes. Yeah, it's it's pretty lame, actually. And you can see everyone's insecurity. So, like, I'm done with yeah. that. So, now I'm going to get to my special essence story. Okay, so... I'm feeling good off these essences. I was, like, really bored. Well, it wasn't that I was bored. I was very stressed, and I didn't know what to do. And then I saw that Wonderworks had had a 20% off sale for these Alaskan essences. So, the story is, this guy named, like, Steve Jones, who was, like, a firefighter, and he was in rural Alaska just you know, helping clear the bushfires or whatever. But I guess he also began to commune with nature and see that there were beautiful flowers or whatever. So I guess he got into herbalism and began to create uh, flower essences. Now, flower essences come mostly like from Dr. Bach. I don't think his name is Sebastian. I'm just being a dick. But it was some guy named Edward Bach, who was an English guy in 1860s or something. Okay. Who created Bach flower essences, which would be the the main root of where all this stuff comes from nice okay so like just so you know it's an englishman who gave this originally to us <laughs> see he's very proud of this okay so so the idea of making a flower essence is at least in the way that like i've gotten it or from the limited things that i've read mm-hmm. you're getting the live flower you're putting it in some pure water you're letting it sit in the sun for a couple hours and then you're gonna like uh distill it it's not like essential oils it's a very more subtle like you know, it's it's doing changes on a very subtle and like energetic level. It's not like essential oils, which I have gotten into and I use mm. right on my face and for 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 the vapors. But so the idea is that you're like absorbing the energetic intent of the person making it, or the like the essence of the flower, which gives you whatever vibration. It's like a vibrational remedy. So. Mm. Because we all like shortcuts and we all like things to be, I like to be told what to do to a certain extent. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I do the research, but because I didn't know anything about it. Cool, 20% off. Like, what do they have? So they have they have this thing called soul support, which is for catastrophic emergencies. <laughs> support at souls. Yeah, Hello. soul support. Hello, please. I, I need support for my soul. And like purification because I'm a fucking hoarder and I was like, I need to figure out how to organize my house. It's not about throwing things out. It's just organizing, okay? Like mm-hmm. my system has worked and it's still working, but I need to declutter and organize. So soul, soul support's like a, a variety like pack. For, yeah, like, and they have different ones. Like, there's one like Lighten Up, which I gave you for the solstice. There's another one called like Guardian for like healthy boundaries, which I like kind of like <laughs> dosed you with on the night of the comedy show. Oh, really? Yeah, and that, like, you know, a, a lot of things happen in like honestly, like five days. Okay. First of all, I had gone to a park, and this is one of the like miracle <laughs> weird stories where like I'd gone to the park amongst the trees, and I had bought the first four essences for myself. Like I didn't use all of them. Right. There was one called like tidal. It was like a tidal wave that was created in a twenty-two meter or twenty-two foot like tidal cycle in Kachemak Bay. I know in Alaska. Hmm. Uh, like so, it was about like tidal forces of change and accepting the wave of transformation. That's it what I got. Sounds like from some it. real, real snake oil. Yeah, shut up. But <laughs> then I got, I gave myself some soul support. Then I had the the dehoarding one because I was like, fuck, right. I need I need to do this. Yeah. And soul support because I was like, I'm carrying, I'm like, you know, when my grandma was sick and dying, I was like low level chronic stress, but I didn't realize at the time how stressed I was. Mm. And I realized like I was in that mode. I'm like, I don't want to feel like this. Let me just get out of it. And you were also like moody and I didn't know what to do. And I'm like, I can't like, I need to release it. Right. I need to release this energy. So 
I bought that stuff. I drank it. I was out in the sun too much. And it's a little bit of brandy. And I'm also like a bit susceptible to alcohol. So like, I don't know if it, that gave me a headache or like also dealing with all this. You know, it's like I, you know what I mean? It's like mm-hmm. you go from zero to a hundred. I did a lot. And then that day, like you came back and you're like, I really don't want to be on social media. I was like, holy shit. Mm. Right. It was even before you even had anything. You were like, this is not good for me mentally and I'm just not going to be on it. And I was like, wow, it was very profound. I was very proud of you. And I don't, I didn't think that you would come to those realizations for yourself. It was like you did a spell. Well, I was like, like you and I are connected the and de- I'm energetically the doing one. stuff. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. It's a decluttering one. That's what it felt like. Oh, Okay. Yeah, and it's cluttering your mind. Yeah. That's and you what, as an air sign in Gemini season with a retrograde and all this crazy shit going on, you know, and if you're a certain sign, you will be affected by like a a familiar sign, like a neighboring sign. If it's an air sign, you'll be affected in an air season. Like if I'm in a fire season like Aries, I love it because I've been through the fall. Mm. I finished Sag season. But when Aries season comes along a few months later, I'm like super energized and like fired up. So, like, when Leo season comes, I'm going to feel really good because I'm a fire sign. Yeah. First and foremost, like, and I love it. <laughs> when I get into water seasons, of which we are getting into cancer season, it's hard for me because I'm like, I, I like Pisces season. I, I have a hard time in Pisces season because I hate the too, feelings. Too many feelings. I don't like being in my feelings and I hate, cr- I don't mind crying, but, like, I really, like, begrudgingly, like, I, yeah. I really enjoy holding on to the facade of, like, but so I'm trying <laughs> to keep my shit together. So, like. Oh, yeah, like, and I have been emotional the last couple of days. I've had tears in my eyes, and I've had, like, deep, hmm. profound feelings. Yeah. Mostly that if we get closer to the Earth and get closer to Mother Earth, she has a lot of gifts for us that can work on us in very profound ways. Now you just said, like, what I had done was some hippie bullshit. And, indeed, I told the owner of the store when I saw her, and, like, we're talking about it. I'm like, I'm super excited to try this. Um, I'll let you know what happens. I'm excited to see what happens. I didn't know if anything would happen. Like I love going into the unknown, not knowing like it's an adventure. Sagittarius loves adventure of all sure. kinds, which is why I have tried five gazillion things. There's things that people don't even know that I've done. Like I've done something called uh, soul retrieval, which is a shamanistic journeying in which a practitioner will put themselves in a shamanic trance and and it's not Reiki, but they're like hovering around you. It's energy mm. work and, and deep beyond realm work. It's even hard to explain. It sounds so insane, no, but I've done no, it, yeah. right? I've done it. So the idea is that when you have a trauma, a little piece of your soul breaks off and it's, it's lost somewhere. And this shamanic retriever goes between worlds and has visions about you that they then bring back, make you a little bit more whole and of course, salt is always purification, right? Mm. So they have a bowl of salt water that they also kind of fan you and do some smudging. That salt water gets thrown out after your session. And she had like three visions with me. She did it with one of my friends who like maybe she didn't see that much. She did it with another of my friends who like like had gone through some serious trauma and some scary things had mm. been seen by that woman erica is back in toronto i don't know what she's doing but like i love her and she she actually was amazing it was an apprenticeship thing right but like i've done all kinds of like modalities like but let me get back to my my new journey with the alaskan essences oh 
I so, highly recommend Soul Retrieval. Retrieval. I didn't even have to pay for it because she was an apprentice. But I like, would, I would pay for that. You should pay. Like, I think she's back in town. I can get in contact with her. Yeah. Because I think like sign me up with COVID. I don't know. I think it could still be done safely. Yeah. Like she's actually amazing. Yeah. Like I, like you know, and I've had a lot of amazing body workers. A lot of people work on me. Like you know, my masseuse RMT is gone, and she went to the West Coast, and she was amazing. But. I like the names Soul Retrieval and Body Workers because it just sounds like a, a dance music project. Yeah. I can get behind that. So Yeah. Okay. So the then phase two of Alaskan Essences. This one's a little bit like harder to track because like I've been talking about it too much that I don't remember what's this going on. This was the second uh second dose I took because I was I was like so emotional when I went to the store the second time and I was like, this is what happened. Like you know, someone connected to my life, like had these things even before I took it. But I, but I didn't like, they were just like very, you know, I also gave you four drops of soul support under, under the, the tongue. <laughs> under the tongue. When you have like extreme stress or extreme emergency, that's the most direct way. Cause it's like very strong. So you also had a big dose of it. I didn't even dose myself like that. You had like the immediate. I felt different. Like big. You had the big dose, like the most direct. I was definitely. Most intense. Yeah. I was definitely on something. You had also been like microdosing. Oh, yesterday. Well, around the week. Oh no, Wednesday. Which, yeah. which I think also that kind of like patches up the holes in your brain, so to speak. That's just kind of how I think about using yeah. psychedelics. Like it's patching up trauma and knitting your brain in like a in a very healing and, and deep way. Yeah, deep it cellular resets you. I, de- I definitely felt very pretty fucked up yesterday. Yeah. Because I'd smoked some weed as well. You were I'd... too hot or something too, right? Did you have too much sun? Oh, yeah, probably, yeah. yeah I mean, it's been like a I was all wave. sun-stricken. I was on acid. I was watching comedy. It was very overwhelming. Right, that's right, that's right. And then we bite back. And then, yeah, that's when I think, you know, I had been talking about like something with a woman at the store the second time. She's like, oh you should have the boundaries like have the guardian one you should have that you should like i'm like okay i will then i think i dosed it at the park with my friend like at trinity bellwoods and i was very emotional and like maybe we had like some words or something and i was at the park amongst people and amongst the trees so i was like i just like i just need this Mm -hmm. then i had the drink and i don't know what happened since then but i think a lot of things have been like flowing well i don't feel that stress anymore and even my friend remarked to me like she's like oh you seem like very zen and very chill i don't know if my demeanor's changed i can't tell i'm like i have no further insight into my way of being over the past week but i will say that i bought like the whole suite of products just because i know winter is coming i bought some other things just there was also a sale and I, I love a sale. <laughs> I just bought a whole suite of things knowing that some things would come up in the seasons of life or the seasons of the year that I would probably want to rely upon. So I do mm-hmm. like that Alaskan Essences, which is the company that makes all this stuff, the items, it's just like clear water drops in like brandy solution. And some of them have gem essences. They also have sprays, which smell very nice working on the same kind of like energetic and subtle like energy body type level but because again remember that all of this stuff is coming from you know the earth and nature like i 
through working with these and they're very subtle. It's not like, again, some dramatic things happen to me and you as a result of using this. Um, and some people may are like, people have different results. I'm going to say, remember, you're like, oh, this is some hippie bullshit. Yeah, that's what I thought when I first saw these years ago at the store. I said. I've seen it. Yeah. I, I was like, what the fuck is this? Hippie like, nonsense, ago. but yeah, I mean that yeah. in, in an endearing way. Okay, that's fine. But like when I saw that's it, the, like. That's the spirit of astrology. Yeah, fine. Where you admit that something may be nonsense but then you try it anyway yeah and you have an open mind about things that's a good call we've been going on for an hour and 20 you should maybe just draw some cards and then oh yeah well you can pull them because i touch these all the time you can shuffle and pull three so put put some lad astrology effort into it it's a summer solstice special so it's okay it's the summer solstice special Mm. Chime. Mm. Chime. Mm. Ring chime. I can ring them while you shuffle the card. up last week and it is the solstice it's all about the sun so i'm not surprised that it came up once more i had it a lot makes sense but go on what's the other ones the lovers Ooh, that rarely comes up very interesting it's all about love and harmony and the last one is the magician Ooh, i like this all right this is really nice and this is really profound. So if we go into the sun, like this is the most obvious thing. We are at the apex. Summer has arrived. The summer solstice is here, the longest day of the year. And, you know, this is positive masculine energy, fire energy, Leo energy. And it's always sunny, radiant positivity. It's not so much about hope. It's just about like feeling good, enjoying the rays of the sun on your face and like, you know, leaning into that. Chad mindset. Yes. Okay. So that's the sun. The Magician is also very nice because this card of the Magician has on it all the four suits of the tarot. The intellectual and, you know, thinking, calculating nature of the swords, like air sign energy, analytical energy, right, of the mind. We have the earthiness, the material goods, a grounding and support of coins, pentacles, earth energy. We have the emotions and feelings of the cups right you know Mm -hmm. and then we also have the fire passion and creativity of the wands so the magician tells us that each of us actually has all the tools that we need to succeed right it everything that you actually have that can heal you is completely within you Mm. and that you actually are a complete person despite what society or instagram will tell you so just get off of it (laughs) And they then, of course, they don't want you to. Uh, they don't want you to figure have out self sufficiency. 
Right. And I think the lovers like that's interesting because I have never pulled this card while working with this deck. Mm. So very interesting. And this is, of course, the quintessential togetherness card of, you know, working in partnership and teamwork. Mm. So I think this also lets everyone also understand that as a collective, if Saturn is in Aquarius also, each of us cannot stand alone. We have to be there for ourselves. We have to be there for each other. And whether you're single or partnered or like in a polycule, <laughs> you know, like you can, you know, understand and feel that, you know, the emotion or the spirit of the action of love, giving back to yourself with compassion and radiating that out to others, that can go a long way indeed. And in fact, may just save the world. That's, that's what I have to say about that. <laughs>